Hello. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm really liking that theme tune now. Oh, really? Is it growing on you? Yeah, it's a growing on a show, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like me. <laughs> okay, that's, too, <laughs> that's, too much, that's too much early doors. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, hi everybody. Uh, this is Football by Numbers, the football podcast about numbers and the players that wear them. Badly. Badly, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> is that becoming a thing now? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, maybe. maybe. We'll let you decide. Um, yeah, if you don't like it, email us in, um, but... We'll just ignore it. Um, so basically, the premise of the podcast is pretty simple. We're just going through a load of numbers and uh, the numbers of 1 to 11 on a football pitch and finding out who wears where, that number, who shouldn't be, and then just basically having a massive argument about it yeah. until we've decided that, you know... Interspersed with a, with some 90s anecdotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like drunken stories and all that sort of stuff. Uh, last week, what did we talk about? I can't remember what number it was. Uh, we talked about number nine. 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 Number nine is week, centre forwards. Yeah. So this week we are talking about number sevens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the evolution of them. The yeah. tricky dicky wingers of the early 90s. The Stuart yeah. Ripley bomb it to the byline, whip it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, through to like the modern day number sevens who basically play wherever the hell they like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but then I think they also started as like a bit of a you know, a maverick, I wonder where I want sort of player. I think uh, you're right. I think you're like right. Like with sort of George Best and people like that. Yeah, um, King Kenny. Yeah, King Kenny, yeah. But then I think I think when we started getting into football, it was just literally, okay, it's the 90s. <laughs> it's 4-4-2. You're on the wing. You cross it in. Yeah. Someone heads it in. If they don't, you know, then yeah. you moan at them and say, why are you on the end of it? Yeah, none of your three at the black. Thanks very much, Glenn Hoddle. No, exactly, yeah. for us. No, you can go and hang out with Eileen Drury now. That's all you're good for. Um, so yeah, uh, number sevens. Um, what to, let's talk about like some number sevens that you played with as a youngster. Did you play any? Mm. Did you play with any youngsters? <laughs> when I was a youngster, yeah, 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 I played with youngsters. Yeah. Um, you got to be careful with that, Mike. Because I did used to work at the BBC. So. Yeah, you've got to be careful. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. technically library. library. Uh, anyway, number seven. <laughs> number seven. Play anyway. with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, youngsters I used to play with when I was a youngster. Yeah. Um, I used to play. It was always. Uh, I, I can't actually give you one name of one person who used to wear the number seven on a regular basis because yeah. everybody wanted the number seven. Yeah, yeah. Because so much. Yeah. It was like basically, um, you know, shared around the better players. Um, I, I wasn't it, yeah. one of them. No, so. no. Um, but since um, becoming fat and idle and playing five aside, yeah, I've rebranded myself as a number seven. Okay. Do you ever wear the seven? Or are you just yeah. like, I am a number seven. No, I talk. Well, when I first joined the football, the 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 the, the league, the the team, yeah. And they said, "What position were you?" I said, "I was number seven, mate." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a number seven shirt? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm number seven. That's good. That's clever of you because that's immediately just saying I'm just I'm doing what I want. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so just just right off the bat, I'm not going to be running back. Um, just to be clear, I'm left footed, but I'm wearing number seven. Yeah, I'll be right cutting in, telegraphing it, and hitting it really hard with my left foot. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'll be doing for the next six weeks. Thanks so much. <laughs> and I'll be yeah. paying ten pounds. Per evening for the privilege. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know any number sevens from school? Uh, again, like you, and I think this is turning into a bit of a theme. I think at the beginning when we had five and two, there was like I could you can name them. Um, but last week I couldn't think of any nines. But what I failed to mention last week is the same with sevens. I don't remember playing with any, but I remember playing against some. Okay. You know, like these sevens who are like. I mean, there was one guy particularly who um, had the whole Beckham thing going on. He had uh, one of those. Um, 
what do they call it? The little the the soul patch. The little tuft, tuft <laughs> yeah, underneath the, like the underneath line the that went mouth, down between the mouth and the chin. Yeah, and so oh, like that, Robert Perez. Yeah, like a Perez sort of yeah. like landing strip. <laughs> he got the <laughs> yeah. Brazilian He's on got his Brazilian. chin, and um, and had like the blonde like sort of you know sort of uh, tips. tips and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And he and yeah, it really created um, a certain type of asshole <laughs> on like on uh, training especially, <laughs> but during games, people who. They get the ball, they receive it. And I still play with someone like this uh, at the moment. Um, they get the ball and instead of just seeing what the option is or deciding before they've got the ball, they set themselves, they stop, they arch, like they arch their body, they put the arm out and like they're taking, oh, I just kicked the microphone there like because they're taking a free kick. Like and it's like, mate, you're passing it four <laughs> yards that way, and and whilst you've done, we and then knows. and when they do that, it just sort of it would just it would be a shit pass. It would just skew into the into the opposition like possession, and you're like, Ugh. I've suddenly remembered one of the players I did used to play with who yeah. wore number seven or tried to try to bag the number seven shirt more often than not was a guy and I can't remember his name, but he basically like similar to similar to your number seven, modelled himself on Beckham. Yeah. And he had like the white, uh, the white predators. Ah, uh, yeah. With the really fat um, Adidas three stripes down the side. Can you oh remember yeah. Them? The, yeah, the yeah, yeah. And he and he used to um, uh, his boots were everything, Tim. Um, <laughs> yeah. They really were. Yeah. But he used to iron. Did he think he was sponsored the... by Adidas? Yeah, yeah, instead exactly. Of, but yeah. really, he was just sponsored by his, his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he used to um, iron the the, the, the creases oh. of his tongue. You know, so they would like would his fold tongue over or his tongue, his tongue, his boot tongue. <laughs> it's the tongue, isn't it? Tongue. Is it tongue? Tongue. 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 It's a tongue. Tongue. <laughs> anyway, tongue, tongue. Um, sorry. Uh, depends which side of the uh, M25, M25 you live. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, he used to kind of get his mum to iron his uh, tongue tongues uh, <laughs> down, so they kind of like Bex used to basically have with his. Um, yeah, because they did introduce a like um, uh, an elastic band at some point, didn't they? That would like a built-in rubber band that would sort of go under the boot just to hold down the tongue. Yeah. Because do you remember Copperman Dials? I mean, I still yeah. wear them now. Yeah. They they had a tendency to like just rise up like yeah. like a grower, not a shower, <laughs> <laughs> um, just slowly, and you'd be like, I want you to stay down. Yeah. So some people would tie their do a double. You know, when you go with the laces under the boot and then back round, they yeah. would sort of use that as a mechanism but always, to hold down. But it always looks a bit shit if you had the bow mm. on top of the, exactly. the the boot tongue. Very, it's, like, it's uncouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, you know what? And so if you're what, a seven, you know that sort of shit should be. You should be holding that shit down. Yeah, you shouldn't. You you don't want to be doing like being seen dead like doing that at all. Yeah, I think that's. I think that this is where we're getting to with the characteristics of a number seven from from our early mid nineties playing days. Is that yeah. number sevens were were pretty good at football, but they were they were cocks. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and before this, before we started recording, I was trying to struggle. I was thinking like, who wore the, who wore seven? But now it's all coming flying back. So I think, I think once from... we once we decided that they were twats, then it all really <laughs> came flying back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, as soon as you re- realise, oh yeah, so Bex wore seven around that same time, and, yeah, and you know Bex kind of also you know took a uh, you know it reinterpreted the Stuart Ripley uh, <laughs> right wing model of yeah, being I mean, able I suppose... to take free kicks. From you know that actually uh, took aim at the goal as yeah, well as yeah, exactly, just you know, yeah. a bit whip him in. Because I suppose when he made when he made his name at Man United, well, you know when when we all think of him like in the Champions League that campaign when they won and he was just getting down the right, whipping it in for for York or for Cole 
and maybe a bit of skull sometimes. But it was, you know, that he was, he was, he was very good at he, that. He, he was very good at that. But I tell you, he had, he had Stuart Ripley to thank for that he because did. you know Stuart laid the groundwork for that sort of work. Well, but, he did, but Stuart had the pace to be able to get to the byline, steal a yard on his fullback, and then whip, whip them in. Bex never had any pace, so no. he literally used to have to bend the ball around the defender who was still marking him <laughs> at the time. He would yeah. never evade the defender, Bex. He would yeah. always just be very good at going, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good looking and um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I don't want to get too much of a sweat, so I'm just going to try and whip it around from yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Jerry Taggart, what a biggie. There was also the thing of like Cantona War 7, so there was the collar up. I think 7 was the... The, the the first number that I encountered as a youngster where it's like there's there's an attitude that goes with the shirt and it's like and and in the same way that I you know was really adamant that I wanted number eight because Chris Waddle wore it there were people who were like but I thought I don't know I think I I'm think like that's in a very acute observation <laughs> yeah so I just thought I was FYI. like FYI <laughs> so then I suppose they would just be like um, they're like I suppose they're just doing the same thing but they're like, I was like well that's a mainstream it, hero come on you dickhead what about a cult hero like Chris Waddle yeah. what about Steve McManaman or something like that or Matthew Letissier you know but like they're like oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna model myself on Beckham what what, awesome. um, what music would they have listened to oh god it'd be something pretty mainstream yeah I mean what what music was there from that time I mean it, it, they wouldn't have been Wet, wet, wet. I mean, <laughs> maybe some wet, wet, wet. Yeah, maybe some M people. Maybe some Lighthouse Family. Um, you just you just rattled off my mum's um, cassette <laughs> cassette in her Ford Escort. Does she wear seven? <laughs> no, she, she did last she had night. Five kids. No, yeah. um, hey, leave it. <laughs> um, but yeah, very true. I think uh, number sevens did model themselves on like the aesthetics of what the number stood yeah. for, and and the same thing with the Predators as well. Like yeah. and, and the white boots. You know what I mean? It's like right, okay. They're, they're the, they were the first ones to wear like the sort of the fluorescent boots and the white yes. boots and things like that. What about any other other number sevens that we can think of? Like because we've gone through the Man United ones. We we mentioned Dalgleish earlier. There was Keegan yeah, as well. Yeah, uh, Stuart Ripley. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rippers. Uh, what about King Cladsey? Yeah, wow, what a player. Because he was he was um, number seven, wasn't he? And like I don't know, he he I think he was the one where him and Letitia were in that mold of like being a number seven that was um, okay. I play for a shit team. I don't play on the wing. I just play where I want. I'm in the. T- I basically. I his position was top third of the pitch, wasn't it? <laughs> and he just wanders. Both of them just wander where they want, and uh, and they Matt were Letizia, bloody brilliant at that. Matt Letizia used to have um, used to uh, eat at Franny Banali's Indian restaurant before a game. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it was, it was, it was quite like. Quite like the idea of <laughs> sucking into a corner. I like the uh, idea Friday of just night. hanging out with Franny Banali. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was a quality bloke. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's on Deliveroo now. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Do they have Deliveroo up there? Or down, down there? there? Down, down there. there. Southampton. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure they, they do. do. They do. Anyway, um, should we have a little break there? Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, see you in a minute. <laughs> Hello, this is Football by Numbers brand ambassador Tony Dorigo, and I'd like to invite you all to the most glamorous art event of the season, the Football by Numbers Art and Illustration Gala Ball Extravaganza. 
come down to Bad Sports Bar and Grill on Hackney Road in London's fashionable East End on November 9th and pick yourself up a colour by numbers print that you can colour in right here on the premises. No need to bring your crayons, we've got a plethora of highlighters, barrels, sharpies, crayolas, so you can colour in till your heart's content whilst chowing down on some tremendous tacos foods and Mexican beers. We've got spicy food and spicy illustrators to match. Don't you worry about going over the lines. We'll all be shit-faced and tequila before the sun goes down. All right, we're back. Hey. <laughs> so um, we were just talking off off air about how we were going to link back to what we were supposed to be talking about before. And then we were like, oh, hang on, Letitia, he took penalties. And then thought, well, I've got a penalty story. <laughs> That's your embarrassing story. Yeah. We'd, what we thought we'd just sort of talk about is like some embarrassing stories about what happened to us when we were a kid. Um, football related. Football, football related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's narrow it down because there's plenty. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought maybe we could talk about um, some stories about um, uh, on the pitch and off the pitch, watching football and playing it. Um, so do you want to go first? You got any? Uh, yeah, I've got like, a, well, mine actually started on the pitch and then ended up off the pitch. Oh, wow, that sounds good. Like a um, rumble. I'm going to take you back to 1994. Yeah. It's my 10th birthday. Yeah. Um, was relatively popular at primary school. <laughs> Managed to, to get, you know, 22 players. Oh, really? For a yeah. full 11 aside nice. game, under 10s. Yeah. Down at the local park. Yeah. Were there nets? There was nets, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we had that, because at the time my dad was... I think like one of the coaches of the football team. Oh, so we, right. We had we had a ready supply of football nets. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and yes, yeah, so we went down to the local park. Twenty two lads. I'm gonna have a good old kick about. My dad's refereeing. Yeah. Uh, I think the score at that point was seventeen um, all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I've gone down. I've taken a nasty blow. I think my mate Sam Knott had um, taken me from behind. Dirty bastard. Yeah, I mean, the tackle. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Really cynical, you know, swipe from and behind. And it's your birthday. Yeah, on That's my birthday. Did your dad and, not explain the rules before the game? <laughs> what? What's the... Well, just like, you know, it's my son's birthday. Don't fucking hack him. Okay. Um, if anyone's well, doing the hacking, I'm hacking him. If well, anyone's going to ruin anyone's birthday, it's going to be me. Well, yeah, let oh, me continue. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've, just, I've seen into the future. So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, so I've gone down, you know, cynically, been having been cynically hacked. And I did the whole, um, kind of like what a number seven would do, actually, is like dive on the ball with their hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe pull your shirt out of your shorts and put it over the ball as well, just to make sure that no one's getting it. Yeah. It was my bullet, it was my birthday, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was it a mitre tactic? <laughs> it was, I think, yeah. Yeah, come on. Uh, so I, so I've, I've uh, basically put my hands on the ball to kind of like signal... Uh, you know how players do that sometimes where they've kind of... They deliberately handball it, anticipating yeah. a free kick and actually they're getting a free kick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's what I did. <laughs> You know, I'd you know I'd been watching most of the within day. reason knew, by the sounds of it. I mean, he's fucking hacked you down. He's hacked me down. Yeah, Sam Knott is a, was a cynical bastard of a player. Let me tell yeah. you, and still yeah. is actually, still is um, in life. Yeah, and uh, my dad sent me off. Did he? Uh, what for handball? For handball, yeah. <laughs> deliberate handball. That is a classic example of a dad over overcompensating, isn't it? For like, like I'm going to be I'm completely impartial. I'm not biased. Isn't that right, son? Bang! Punches him in the face. <laughs> like you know, like. Just like, listen, like, you know, we all understand that, you know, if we're, we're going we're to call you on it, but you can't send off your son at like, yeah. what did you do? Did you cry? You were 10. 
I was ten. I didn't cry. Just did um, no, I just took my ball home. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> my ball. Um, yeah. I know. I didn't take my ball. Like I basically just got a sin bin for I think like that the first half and then came back. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that scored, is still scored the winner. Yeah, because they let you. Yeah, because you because <laughs> you did cry. Because <laughs> I did cry. <laughs> um, what's yours? Uh, for me, um, it's God. I think I was about. 13 or something we're in secondary school and the it's with it's a school game it's quarter final it's gone to penalties and uh i i think i was substitute actually i came on a sub me and my friend anthony came on as subs both of us and uh you know they're doing the usual thing of like who wants who wants to take one and uh, no point did i ever want to take one but then all of a sudden i just had this urge of saying me i'll have one like that just to sort of look useful because <laughs> I think I'd been on you know when them shit subs who comes on with about seven minutes to go <laughs> I think that it was like a sympathy substitution and so then I'm like right I'm, I'll take the third one l- l- leave it to me or maybe the se- I think it was the second so I've stepped up um one thing I've I've learned since then I think I heard it before so some professional footballer said once never let the keep the referee put the ball down for you you pick up the ball, even when he puts it on the spot, pick it up and put it down yourself so you've positioned it. But I didn't do that. He sort of put it on there. And I think as I was running up, that's when I sort of realized that it was kind of slightly, you know, in a bit of a divot. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I've, I've hit it. I've not got a clean connection. <laughs> I knew straight away. I've like shanked it wide. It's not. I've not even worked the keeper. And I've dropped to my knees, hands, hands in the head, head in hand, sorry. And... Uh, and then, like, someone's like, mate, you got get up. Like, we're, <laughs> we're halfway through a penalty shootout here. We've got, we got, <laughs> we got a few more to I'm, go. Yeah, exactly. I'm welling up. I'm like, I can't believe it. And they're like, mate, this isn't about you. Like, <laughs> Mom! You, yeah, exactly. You've let us down. Now fucking get out of the way. And we ended up winning the penalty shootout, so I look like a right dickhead. Um, so there was that. And then the, the, the moment that happened uh, for me off the pitch, I would say, was... Um, I think uh, it was a my, basically when I was a youngster because I'm a Wednesday fan. I would go to a lot of the Wednesday games that were away in London. Yep. So you you know get Crystal Palace, Wimbledon, Arsenal, Charlton when that happened. Um, I went to Spurs once, and we were. I went with my mum, and she because she would take me to a lot of the games. My dad wasn't wasn't that bothered about going leaving the pub. He'd just watch it there, and um, yeah, she. Uh, I said some, I, she was, you know, I really resented going to football with my mum as like a 14-year-old or 13-year-old boy. And uh, just... Yeah, there wasn't the, the level of like female sports coverage as there is today. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, like maybe um, balding was around somewhere on the premises, but that was it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then yeah, I said something to her. I, I was totally embarrassed about being with her. I was that age. So I just said something cocky and she just turned around and slapped me around the face in front of about you know, a couple of hundred Tottenham fans. <laughs> what, so you were on like on the way to White Hart Lane or yeah, something like that? Yeah, we were outside the ground. I think we were on like Seven Sisters Road or something. <laughs> but it was it was right in the hubbub. There were like, you know, touts. There were people selling programs. I've said something like, shut up, man. Like, you don't even fucking know what you're talking about. She just, I think she just had it and slapped me around the face. And it was so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, did you hit her back? <laughs> of course I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I punched her and uh, and then. Not what you made me do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the... It's okay. It's my mum. <laughs> <laughs> You're still six foot two, right? It doesn't look good. Football by numbers. 
a whole new podcast about football. Another one, but with numbers. Welcome back, dear listener. Thanks Hi. very much for um, staying with us thus far. Um, so now we're into the nitty gritty of the podcast where we, uh, that is Brian and I, yeah. um, decide uh, or nominate our uh, wrong-ins. Yeah. Um, so the players who wore number seven who really, really fucking shouldn't have worn <laughs> yeah, them. And yeah. I had to put a fucking in there because I really, I think we should always need to re-emphasize that our hatred for these players is, is real and true. <laughs> yeah, it really is because... You know, certain numbers, like a seven, it can draw people in. It's a bit of like a magpie number, isn't it? It's like, oh, I reckon I might be able to get away with that one. Yeah, because it doesn't necessarily rely so much on ability, is saying number 10 does. Yeah, yeah, like seven and 10 are similar, but like 10 can back it up. Seven's like, it's a bit of a fraud sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, so... Okay, so who have you got? Who who are the um, players that really should not have been anywhere near that number seven shirt. Uh, okay, do you want me to go first? Yeah. I, well, so I was listening to a couple of our um, last episodes uh, the other day and... Um, Narcissistic. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, I'm a graphic designer and I like to... I like to... Whenever I design something, I normally email it to myself and then look at it on my phone over and over when I'm on the bus or something <laughs> or just when I'm at home on the sofa. And now I can listen to myself <laughs> whilst I look at work that I've done. <laughs> And it's really, yeah, it's really yeah, becoming a monster. <laughs> yeah, it's really getting worse. Like, Bonnie's getting no attention at all at home. But um, so what I was thinking was, like, you know, instead of starting off with some, like, slow ones and then building you in, I'm just going to hit you with a massive one straight away. Because, um, you know, if it's a penalty shootout, you want Shearer to set your first penalty. You know, you start with intent. So I'm going to go with um, Winston Bogart <laughs> from Chelsea. Um, he wore seven uh, for a very long time. Um, if you look at his Wikipedia page, you know, we say this Which all the time. we do. <laughs> yeah. So you don't Which, have to. If you search my, my... Yeah, Pornhub has totally been replaced by Wikipedia now <laughs> since we started this, um, this, uh, this podcast. But, um, I mean, first of all, what, what position did he play? It was defence, wasn't it? Centre defence. Um, Dutch fella played uh they signed him from barcelona in 2000 um made nine appearances in four years and uh, (laughs) which i'm starting to like the more you find out about him the more you admire him i mean he should never be wearing seven let's just get that straight straight away but um i do kind of admire someone who is just a twat and and doesn't doesn't really mind doing it i think um at the time he was he signed a uh 40k contract 40k a week contract which in 2000 and you know from two, the start yeah, of the millennium that, was, that, that was, was big money if you think money. To, to put that in perspective i think roy Keane was the premier league's top earner on 50 grand oh really okay yeah. wow okay yeah. right so there you go yeah <laughs> roy Keane is winning leagues taking you to the like to what the is finals roy Keane on? <laughs> okay i just uh just you know take, a, take a couple of grand off show me like that <laughs> and um yeah, so apparently um, he signed after the advice of uh, Mario Melchior. He told him to join. It's like, mate, they will pay you fucking anything here. We just had this new fella who's taken over. Don't worry about it. Um, I think Viali um, took over just after the signing was done. And uh, oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Viali was manager, and then uh, then I think Claudio Ranieri came in, and was as soon as he got there, he was like, I want this. I want so this just so out. so this was actually pre Abramovich. 
So Abramovich, oh. so Abramovich came in oh, after yeah. after Viali, after um, uh, Ranieri. Yeah, Ranieri was then, his first sorry, manager. Was his wasn't first, it? then he sacked. So this is this is pre Abramovich billions. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which makes him even more of a dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this whole idea is about like slagging players off, but <laughs> I think we should praise this. Or guy. his age. I mean, you want. You, I mean, you want that guy that who's his agent, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, have you seen any footage of my client? No? Okay, it's it's 40 grand or we're, we're going to Man United. <laughs> uh, who does he play for at the moment? He plays for Barcelona. Um, how many games does he play? <laughs> That's details you don't need to know about. He, just, let me, just to let you know, he plays for Barcelona. That's all you need to know. So uh, 40 grand, please. Um, but yeah, he would... I mean, he, he, why are you wearing seven, mate? It's just fucking weird. Centre-back. Um, and I think... And then apparently he just was like, well, I'm just going to... I'm just going to wait out my contract. And then no one else could, um, no one else, well, I think teams probably did want him, but no one could match anywhere near those wages. So he just retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my work here is done. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Time, time to go. I think what's interesting is, well, I think we talked last week about the curse of the number nine shirt at Chelsea, how they'd have yeah. like a load of shit number nines throughout the, throughout the years. Yeah. They've also had some shit number sevens as well. Yeah, absolutely awful. Um, and so I, so I, on, on an article that I was reading, um, on the way over, they were talking about number sevens, uh, of note have included Manish, <laughs> yeah, Bernard Lambord, yeah, he was a defender, as Adrian well. Mutu, who liked yeah. a bit of toot toot, <laughs> yeah, he did, and <laughs> and Bjarne Goldberg. So we're talking kind of, you know. F- you know, Adrian Muta was all right. Okay, half decent player, but a slightly troubled soul. Yeah, yeah. But, um, also, but I think we also had that with with the nines last week for Chelsea. They're like some of them are, um, you know, they were they could they could they were allowed to wear that number, but they just it, all of a sudden once they put the blue shirt on, they just went absolute toilet. Yeah. And I think that's what happened with Mutu. It was like promising, but then was like fuck this. And didn't didn't Winston Bogard refuse to leave? Yeah. Wasn't there like so they, they on numerous occasions Chelsea tried to get rid of him. Yeah. Teed up so many great clubs for him to join, where that club would bend over backwards to kind of reaffirm. You know, it's gonna you're you're a um, you're gonna be a first team regular. We're gonna give you decent wedge. You're gonna yeah. have a decent squad number. No, no, I think I'm I'm fine with the number seven shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, forty grand a week. Yeah. Um, who, how about you? Who, who else do you got? Number sevens. Who's who's a shit number seven? Shit number sevens. Um, so so there's a few players which are probably not as famous and probably more for the um, for the football nerdist amongst us. So mm. people like Christian Daly, who was a Derby County. I won't go so far as say a legend, um, <laughs> yeah. but certainly one of our better players in the recent history. Yeah, um, five hundred thousand pound bargain from Dundee United. <laughs> then went on to kind of um, play at Blackburn, uh, West Ham, a few other places. Can't remember, but he he was decent. He's got like he was he was about seventy. He had about seventy caps for Scotland. Yeah, but he wore number seven, I think, when he was at West Ham, and you know after he'd kind of established himself as a centre half, right back. You know he was never. He he was a versatile player, but he never should have commanded that number seven berth. Yeah. Not least because of his attitude was kind of well. I mean, well, a little bit, little bit of a cute clue. So when he retired, he then went on to become a, like an, a fitness coach. Right, like, okay, yeah. So he hasn't he hasn't really stayed in the world of um, yeah. Football. He's like he's, he's just an everyman. Like, he's a journeyman. He's yeah. like he's a utility player. He's like he's on championship manager. He's D D M. C yeah yeah <laughs> like you know like all the positions and yeah and thirteen like, yeah <laughs> yeah 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 just ticking thirteens all um, the way along 
And then you, so yeah, so he, and he just was a very ordinary kind of, I guess. What's his name again? I don't Christian even know. Christian Daly. Christian Daly, yeah. Um, notice how he in, insisted on me called Christian. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, can I call you Chris? I'd rather you didn't. No, yeah. like Andrew Cole. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyone else? You got any other sevens? Yep. Um, Mark Keller, kind of a pretty unknown <laughs> kind of player. Yeah, going down old those, memory lane. One of those like um, long shots from um, uh, from Harry Redknapp. Um, Nelson Vivas, who was a right back. Oh, yeah, yeah, for Arsenal. Yeah, I shouldn't have been anywhere near that number two shirt. All right, well, let me... Well, hold your horses there, Mr. Like, number seven. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> Just reeling them off. Um, I've got another one. It's Michael Owen at Man United. Yeah. That was fucking weird. Couldn't agree more. Because there was, there was the whole history of, like, players coming from, um, you know, the, the history of sevens at Man United. There was, obviously, Cantona, then there was Beckham, then there was Ronaldo... And then when he left, there was a bit of a void. And I Dennis think. Law before that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, yeah, and then Owen thought, fuck it. I don't want to wear 20 or like 13 or 15 or something like that. I'll give seven a try. And it's like, Michael, you, you're already you're encroaching on weird territory here, just being coming, you know, having once been a Liverpool legend, going to play for Man United. Albeit we know it's like you you will take anything you want, you can, because you are literally at the end of your career, but... I think that was that it. Seven. I think I think that was the thi- the, th- the thing for me when Michael Owen got the number seven shirt was a couple of things. One, he kind of, I think in the English game he'd won and established himself as a number ten. Yeah, uh, you know, a speed demon number. But I don't 10. Even and think then he, he should have been a ten. Well, no, on paper he probably. I think he's a nine. I, or even then, I don't. I don't think he should just have a number. Well, I think I think I think in the <laughs> I think, I think in the like early two a... thousands, I think he would, and the number nine would probably have been the best. Number because that was when speed was a was a real key factor. Oh yeah, yeah. But then he went to uh, Real Madrid and they gave him the number eleven shirt, I think. And then he came back and oh, he went to Newcastle. Um, I think he won number ten at Newcastle. So Shearer. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the fact he was on his way out. Yeah. And he picked up the number seven shirt with a, a certain degree of arrogance, perhaps about it. That maybe um, did he score really... an away goal uh, and last minute goal once in a derby? And yeah, then, he so then you're like. Pfft. Right, I've done my work. Yeah, here. exactly. And I think he's often cited that as um, <laughs> yeah, I'm as, sure like, a, as a career highlight. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, like, mm. but yeah. So I so I, t- I kind of take a bit of umbrage because because yeah, for me, Liverpool and United, like two kind of stellar clubs who'd always probably had number seven up on a bit of a pinnacle. Yeah, and it kind of got a little bit solid, I think, with um with Michael Owen. This is the voice that's inside Michael Owen's head. When I'm on Match of the Day, Gary Lineker and Danny Murphy are having a heated debate about an offside decision, and you see my eyes glaze over and stare off into the distance, I start to wonder all sorts of amazing and fantastic things. Like, how do they make Kit Kats? How do they get that wafer inside there like that? You're listening to Football by Numbers podcast about numbers and the players that wear them badly. Fascinating stuff there from Michael. Who would have thought that was, <laughs> that's what was going on in his head? I look forward to listening to it. Um, anyway, so um, I've, I've got one, which is it's pretty, it's a bit of an obvious one, I guess. Um, 
or so obvious that it's not obvious. Yeah. James Milner. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see where you're going with this one. Yeah. So wore the number seven, well, bagged the number seven shirts, and quite a few clubs actually. I think. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. Did he wear at City. I think he wore at City. Yeah. I think he wore at Newcastle. Maybe he wore number eight at Newcastle. I think he wore it at um, Villa. Yeah. I think he wore it at Leeds. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking. How many teams has he played? He's played for loads, hasn't he? Has he ever got? Has he ever made it down to London? Nah, not interested. <laughs> no, nah, mate, not interested. Yeah. You see how much houses cost down there. <laughs> Fuck that. He's, he's an economical man, isn't he? He's is. an economical with his, um, yeah, with his like, with his stamina and his and his. You know, he's he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the certain the type of game that makes me last till I'm forty. Yeah, well, he's not. I mean, he kind of this is his work rate's in, insane. He used to do cross country as a kid. All right, yeah. Um, he looks like a Bass Street kid. Um, yeah, he does, yeah, and a Backstreet Boy, <laughs> Backstreet Boy. <laughs> very muscly face. He, do, you know he does I mean? have One a muscly face. Yeah, you know, like the guy from the Backstreet Boys. He's got the sort of Burkamp, um, an overmask kind of wide jaw, jaw sort of thing line, going on, square jaw. He's like got a bit of that. Man. Yeah. Um, so he's got um, uh, a bit of a cult uh, Twitter following. Have you, have you seen this? The no, not, no, not, not James Twitter. Milner. No, Bore, it's called Boring Milner. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, like, it's things like, <laughs> um, uh, James tweets, I asked Coutinho if he injured his thigh. He said yes. I said, I thought it was your thigh you injured because I saw you holding your thigh. <laughs> I asked Mamadou Saku why he celebrated Christian Bateke's goal. He said, because I played for Crystal Palace. I said, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 stuff like that. <laughs> so it's... It really like it's just really boring inane chat, which you could imagine James Milner to administer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, but yeah, like so, personality-wise, shouldn't be wearing number seven, and then positionally, but he's a right midfielder, isn't he? But he's been playing left back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Jurgen's been like is he no seven matter, now at Liverpool. Yeah, I think he's still back the number seven shirt. Right, yeah, yeah. That is that is, and that's news. and that's at Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that's you're true. at Liverpool, you. Sh- should really kind of like hold that shirt up to yeah. a high degree. Of, um, I think also like there's okay there's this this thing about sevens that you can be like a um, the work you can be a right midfielder but if you're going to be a workhorse then you yeah. should be you know take yeah. take six or something like that. I know sixes should be like a central, I, I, you know, a central defender. But like fuck that, I would take I would I'd be much more happy than wearing a six or something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, he is a very boring man, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I've got um, just a couple more now. Uh, we'll stop boring you with this shit soon, <laughs> listeners. Um, After we've completed our whole 11. Yeah, 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 of yeah, course. Yeah. Um, so I've got a couple more. Um, Ramirez and Kante, both at Chelsea. This is this in the, the long list of sevens. Yeah. Because, Couldn't you know, anymore. centre midfielders. And, and to, uh, you know, a similar sort of thing of, of Deschamps. Although I think there's certain something about when someone just, Wears it all their career, then you can think, fuck it, you can have it. Um, but yeah, primarily a, a, like not a water, a water yeah, not one to bogart, and not Ramirez or Kante either. Like, you know, just like being a water carrier, sort of centre midfielder, a tackler. Seven shouldn't be tackling no. at all. Do you know what I mean? Don't tackle. Whoa, 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 whoa. you're gonna get your boots dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Step Never away. mind getting your shirt dirty, you're gonna get your boots dirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's a great show. I think like water carrier tacklers should be you nowhere know, near number seven shirts. Should yeah. be, they should be have a far more uh, aloof swagger about them. Yeah, they're um, not going to. They can't wear white boots. No. <laughs> no. And then the other one I've got, which I'm a bit like, I came up with this the other day. Um, it's Brian Robson, and there's going to be people who are a bit older than us going, "Fuck off." <laughs> but 
I know. When I came into watching football, the first Premiership season, it was um, it was it was um, the Robson was wearing twelve, and and he and just the few glimpses that I'd seen of him before that was him always like hobbling off, holding his arm. I've dislocated my shoulder again, and like. Yeah, I know he was a bit of a hard man, but like, I just saw him at the. I'm about at to the... come off again, Alex. <laughs> Ooh, Captain Ooh. a whoopsie. So like he's just Can like. Come off, please. Yeah, and he's just turned hey. into like a bit of a. That's Brian fucking Robson. You're doing voice yourself. Yeah, you can't talk about. It. But then I think he represents an era of football. If you are English and a Man United fan, which I'm not, I am. I'm an England fan, but I'm not a Man United fan. But he just represented mediocre. He was the star in a very mediocre era of football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that was when basically English football was dominated by hooliganism being... I mean, even... No, actually, I was going to say even shitter than we are now at um, football tournaments, but that's not actually true. <laughs> that's um, not possible. That's not possible right yeah. now. It's the, it's probably the area that we used to kind of like gloat over when we had the, um, you know, the, the golden the golden Yeah, like the who, who were useless as well. Up, but. Yeah, yeah, upwards, yeah. But uh, yeah, he, he was a box-to-box midfielder. Yeah. He was a box and midfielder who liked a little bit of the bevy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but that was when that that was kind of socially acceptable to go out, hit hit the hit the pub at 11 o'clock oh. straight after the... Um, oh, who else did that? Oh, George Best. Did he like a drink as well? Yeah, but yeah. he yeah, but yeah, but he could he had a trick in him. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, 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 totally. Good luck to yeah. Him. yeah, 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 yeah. But like with, with Robson, I was just a bit like, mate, you like you're just you're lightweight and I'm sure that like back in the day you were like you know, there's gonna be there is there's gonna be so many forty five year olds who are, <laughs> sure who there's are gonna, gonna be, be shitloads, like, mate. This guy's talking crap. <laughs> you why is he? Why don't is don't he talk about into, my Robson. Why is he laying into Robson like that? No, don't talk about my. United. He thinks he knows football. I don't know well, why they're northern. Well, of they course are. Northern. Yeah, of well, course. no, no, they are. But yeah, I just think he's uh, he was you know just he Should just, just epitomised you know the uh, just failure and also um, <laughs> <laughs> and then also just. You know, just didn't have any attributes to like, you know, be a flair number seven. Yeah. Um, right, we're back. Uh, we're going to tie this mother up quite soon. But uh, before we do, let's go to our usual uh, feature of playing for time. And here's the theme tune. Playing for time. You time wasting bastard. There we go. That was lovely, wasn't it? I'm, tell you what, it makes me so proud every time I hear that. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. So anyway, um, Tim, so you've got uh, you've got a little problem for us this week. What yeah, and I, I don't know how sensitive I am to it because I work in advertising, but um, I think other um, people are beginning to pick up on this phenomena. Yeah, okay. uh, which is um, brands and advertisers attempting to sneak their way into the editorial of of various different podcasts. Okay. Um, right. Okay. Almost kind of, and so, so kind of creating like a really inauthentic kind of a bridge yeah. into a certain topic, just to weave in their particular brand. Message. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, like, so instead of like just like saying, okay, this is a Warner Brothers like uh, movie, like, like yeah. you know, and going sort of, this is the da, yeah. da, da. Like making they, it really clear that it's an ad. Whereas, yeah. like now, there seems to be a real trend for kind of branded content and the way, and they're trying to kind of. Hudwink, um, Hudwink, you know, the listener into thinking that it's an actual genuine part of the editorial experience. Yeah, and I think it's just like the the, the faux casual conversation-ness of it. If, if they were just saying, hey, 
uh, uh, hello, all of a sudden we're going to sell you something or, or just at least, or just play yeah. an advert, I yeah. would be like, right, I know, what I'm, know what's going exactly. on here. And the thing is, it's like, it's really keeping me up at night, actually. Like how, how we're going to kind of like keep this podcast afloat. Um, yeah, I So I've really been sleeping that well of late. Right? Really? Well, I, well, well, I'll tell you what, if you, I mean, you've not been sleeping very well at all. No. Like, I mean, no. the same thing, I had the same problem, like literally... I don't know, a couple of months ago for ages, and I was really like, oh, my back is hurting. Like, yeah. I'd wake up in the middle of the night, I couldn't get back to sleep, you know. And it really does get you down, doesn't it? But yeah. then, um, and then one of my friends suggested um, this new mattress company called um, uh, Giza Mattresses. And, oh, uh, right. Okay. Giza Mattresses. How, yeah. do you, how do you spell Giza? Just the normal way G E E Z E R. Mattresses.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and then he said, yeah, I honestly just suggested it to him. And I was like, this actually sounds um, like, a, like a con. Like, there's no way it could be this cheap. Um, what do I have to do? I, I haven't got time to, like, I don't have a card. I, yeah that's one of my how am i going to get to like you know this mattress place buy a mattress put it on the hood like on the the roof of the car drive it back lift it up some stairs absolutely that's a problem that i and i'm sure many of our listeners can relate to yeah yeah well yeah exactly but then i tell you what happened right and which it was almost like a little miracle (laughs) my friend told me about geezer mattresses and uh as i was telling him that he said no you don't have to do that they deliver it to your door and i I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe what he was telling me. I thought I was already asleep and I was dreaming. And uh, But no, rat-a-tat-tat, two days later on the door, this man turns up. Lovely guy as well, very pleasant. Very personable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, offered to bring it in. I was like, don't worry, mate, I've got this, because it was so compact. It was all rolled up. I literally just... Uh, unzipped the thing, it unraveled onto my bed. It was the perfect mattress. I, I've, I've slept like a baby ever since, and uh, and it's and you know it's actually what what's happened is um, now like I sleep in too much, and uh, I you know sometimes I have to design websites for people because I'm a designer. You know that. Oh right. And yeah. uh, and I I just uh, I, I you know I don't have a time because I'm sleeping in my mattress all the time. <laughs> right. You know every morning. You know I get up at about four. PM now because well, if the sleep is so good, I don't have any time to make any uh, to, to design a website. Well, I so. guess um, yeah. So you're kind of really struggling for time at the minute to make effective, smart, and uh, and aesthetically pleasing web websites. I'm hearing is that correct? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if that. Uh, um, well, yeah. English? That sounds that sounds like something that I came into contact with recently. A friend of mine told me about um, a new web service called oh. Sparelace. Oh, I think I've heard of them. Um, is yeah. that the the one that's really convenient? You can use some templates that there's hundreds of, um, and the, but they're really easy to use and saves uh, you time and money. Yeah, yeah, hassle-free yeah, 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 web yeah. design. Hang on, so do I have to sign up for like twelve months or something? Then no need, no, no? need. It's, no? Uh, oh, uh, maybe you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can tap in and tap out. Yeah, is what yeah, I heard. It's a pay you go. It's yeah. a pay you oh, go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. So what is it again? Sparelace.com. Sparelace.com. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because we designed um, our website on uh, on on dicks. <laughs> and, uh, and and it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure listeners, you've heard, you've you can tell that like that it drops in and out. Sometimes the you go onto onto the website and you know it doesn't work or something. So I am I'm, I'm actually in the market for something. So Sparelace, yeah. yeah? Sparelace. Oh, okay, well. Yeah. 
Well, that, um, I mean, that sounds amazing. Well, I'm glad that we sort of clear. What were we even talking about at the beginning of this? Well, uh, I, this well uh, I can't really remember because um, and one of the things that I keep um, um, uh, making me forget myself is um, uh, forget, forget myself and forget my train of thought is um, is did it then. Um, is um, my hairline. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah, my receding hairline. What, what? Which one? The one at the top of your head or at the bottom of your head? It, well, I think it's mainly slipping uh, <laughs> from the top to the bottom. Ah. Um, and I'm just kind of looking at... Sorry, go on. Well, let me just stop you there. Do you shave? Sometimes. <laughs> you should shave every day. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Because you look like you've got some lovely stubble going on there, but you know what looks better than stubble? Go on. Skin. <laughs> you need to shave that off. And the only way to do it is through this great new service that I've heard of called Barry's Blades. Uh, they deliver it to you. I think the same delivery man um, who um, who delivers your mattress and your um, yeah. and your web services. And the website, yeah. <laughs> he pop, he's around there two or three times a week. He, right. uh, he drops around some uh, some blades for you. Can I just say, I, I, I don't subscribe to uh, razor blade innovation. Who needs four blades when only one is, you know, is good enough? Really, well, that's surely. all it is. Yeah, we've gone back now. We've, like, we've gone full circle and they're like, hang on. Do you know what? Pellet, you can keep your four blade system. This is just two blades. They work really well and it looks good. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, so yeah, yeah so I'm, I should give that a try then. So, yeah. but these adverts have really been sort of getting on your nerves. These yeah, ones that sort of sneak I just in. Think they're the, the ones that like attempt to sneak this, this, their way into the conversation of, between the two. Uh, yeah, like p- people will be having a nice conversation. They'll just be talking, and all of a sudden, like you'll just realize you've been sold like some sort of product yeah, that three comes. Po- three products in five minutes. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, but scum, come like on time, all scum. the time, you know, consistently. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, branded content. Yeah. yeah, it's for losers, and uh, and we will never bow to the marketing man, will we, Tim? Never. No, unless it's you weren't, unless <laughs> married plates. Uh, okay, well, uh, that was a good rant. Uh, I enjoyed that one, and uh, let's just have one more jingle, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. Uh, we can finish, and everyone can go home, and uh, <laughs> that'll be it. All right, uh, see you in a sec. Football by Numbers, the brand new football podcast, available now on the internet. Okay, so I, so I think this is the part of the show where we basically decide of the wrongings that we've debated um, who should get the number seven jersey in our all-time wrong eleven. Yeah, um, and I think we just quick recap: we had James Milner, Brian Robson, Christian Daly, Nelson Vivas, a, a load of unknowns. Um, Kante Ramirez, Michael Owen was in with a good shout, I thought. Um, but for me, there's got to be one, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the I mean, one winner. To the, the, the premise so far has been like that it goes down to two. Um, but I tell I you think what. we're both unified in that. Yeah, it's addition. Winston, isn't it? Because if, if you think about it, the number seven should epitomise somebody mercurial, maybe not that talented, but yeah. kind of would wear, um, you know, white boots. Um, and was just a bit of a cock. <laughs> well, I'm he's actually, certainly that. I mean, I'm, yeah, I've got to think of it. He wasn't that talented, he was a bit of a cock, so maybe, maybe you know, you should get it. But You're talking yourself out of it, I though. I <laughs> need to wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, no, I did, I, you know, come on, save me. Why, why, should he, why should he kind of 
have the all-time wrong. Uh, I think just well. Okay, let's just list it this way. One, he's a defender. Two, he held on to it for a long time, four years. Three, um, was just. People always need things in. (laughs) (laughs) People always need things to sound. If you want to sound convincing about anything, (laughs) always, always have three things up your sleeves because two is never enough. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> but seven was enough for him, wasn't it? Two yeah. wasn't enough for him, and neither was three or four or five or six. <laughs> he went for seven. What number are we going to do next week? Um, I think we should do number four. Do you think number four? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. let's do number four. All right, yeah, number four sounds good to me. All right. See you later, listeners. Thanks for listening. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye. See you, bye. bye.